Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi there. It's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. He's recording, so yeah, we're ready. Woo! Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. Are you stoked about Creed 3, Rudy? Creed 3? Yeah. Shut up, really? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, right, right. oh. Okay, here. I thought you meant in Creed 1. I was like, isn't he in Creed 2? 3? Two, How many are there? This is the third one. Yeah, it's yeah. the third one. I started watching the second one last night. Because his dad died. Apollo? Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh. right, in, in Rocky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right. Okay, okay listen. Okay. Guys, I am King Killmonger. Red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light. No, I'm just kidding. What? Are you so, Chad, Chad gave me this. Chad was just on the Kendrick. show. He gave me this samurai sword. It's a Kendrick Lamar verse, April. Sorry, please I'm be lame. hip. <laughs> yeah, please. Wow. It goes like, I'll, I'll even say it's the best thing because we're going to do some red light, green light here. There's a part in that song. He goes, Red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light, fast cars, fast money, fast money. Fuck your family, fuck your friends, fuck your culture, fuck your everything, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, okay. take that away. Yeah, okay. I have this samurai sword. I'm placing it down. Wait, maybe I should place it not in the frame. Welcome, producer April. Hello. It's been a second. It has. 
April. This is our last mob talk. Yes, yes. We mob. had a mafia talk about Guillermo del Toro and Ana Lili Amarpour. I hope every all parties are okay. Yeah, still waiting on some responses, but... We're still waiting on you guys. Video. It's interesting stuff. Don Guillermo, refer to the last episode and please hit us up. Uh, Blake, how are you today? Good, yeah. yeah I mean, we've been, been good. Yeah, we've been rocking and rolling all day. The mics have been hot. A lot of movie talk around the studio. A lot of movie talk. Chad Cuervo was here, who was in Debbie and the Devil, our film. Emmanuel, if you could slide a Blu-ray graphic just across yeah, right the there. Yeah. Oh, I do? Oh, sweet. Yeah, that's why I hey, Debbie and you. the Devil. Aww. And listen. Look in at this, Blake anticipating. Yeah, in the spirit of shameless show business and whatnot, we are going to talk about something very popular just so we can advertise our film, hitching our names to that popular thing. What is it, Nas? The Last of Us. Now, how, how does The Last of Us and Debbie relate? Well, they're both in the horror world using <laughs> genres. Interesting. <laughs> to explore, to explore, and in seriousness, I'll put the sword down, to explore human realities and humanness. Now, Blake hasn't seen The Last of Us, no? Yeah, tell me about it. Because <gasps> okay. I, think, I think I do now have HBO. So Are you going to watch it? I, I've heard... That, like, good reviews. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, well are, we doing spo- about? are we doing spoilers? I don't care. Yeah. Blake okay. doesn't care. Yeah. Well, I will say this. So, yeah. what is well, it about, though? Yeah. Many years ago, a video game came out, The Last of Us. Many people said, You should play this game. You should play the same. And I would say, Friends, I don't care. <laughs> and then uh, another game came out, and then Friends said, You should play this game. You should play this. And I said, I still don't care. Then the show came out, and I watched it. I care because it's content that moves and I don't have to press buttons or anything. (laughs) Blake, The Last of Us is a zombie show. April, I think you are the best person to sort of sum it up. Better than Walking Dead? It is completely different. The Walking Dead, I really liked actually, but this is an HBO show, so it's way more cinematic. But it's pretty much, it follows Pedro Pascal. So he's, Mm -hmm. you know, this, okay, spoilers, okay. Spoiler, spoiler. All right. So he loses his daughter the first episode. Okay. So then he goes on this journey um, during the zombie apocalypse. Um, and him along with everybody else are just trying to survive. Um, along the way, he meets a young girl named Ellie. And they link up. And I was telling Nazi the day, it's a little bit similar to Mandalorian, if you ever saw oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I only mention this because the Mandalorian also has Pedro Pascal in it. And um, so the similarities there are Pedro Pascal plays a man who's on a mission to take some precious mm-hmm. cargo somewhere and protect it. And so it's very similar to that, which I think is a kind of a funny, cool. unique yeah. comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, I'm, there's only seven episodes so far, so we'll see where it goes. But every only episode's on season one. On season one. There's seven, okay. seven episodes, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. like I don't know 50- much... How long? Like 42 minutes, 15 minutes? Like, no, some of them go long. They're like an hour. Yeah. I oh. honestly don't keep track, but they're so good. They're so cinematic, and every episode is just... It's just very different. Like, they have their own storylines. You meet new characters. You fall in love with them. You know, shit goes down. It's, yeah, it's a great yeah. show. I really yeah. like awesome. it. Yeah. There's a, um, one of the things that I liked, kind of getting into spoilers, this last episode was pretty devastating emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I watched the first season of Walking Dead, and I'm just bad at watching fucking TV shows because I just have TV yeah. ADD. I just don't pay attention that much. Yeah. And um, Walking Dead was fine. But you but- know what? I think the, the big difference is The Walking Dead really felt like a zombie show. I wouldn't even really even call this a zombie show because... It's more of like an apocalypse It's show. more of... Well, it is... A, exactly. It's more pop- apocalyptic, but 
and yes, they're kind of zombie-like, but they're people who die by a fungus, a mm. fungus epidemic that takes over their bodies. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, like where something takes over their bodies and they, the people that inside, like they die and become this other entity that's like basically like a zombie, but... That sounds more realistic. Yeah. 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 There's this thing, I saw it once in a nature thing and they kind of touch on it in the show, mm-hmm. but like there's this parasite, right? Yeah. That goes into like a snail. Yeah. And then it like makes their eyeball all crazy. Oh, right, right, right. That's because they mentioned that in the first episode, right? Yeah. And yeah. it's based on reality. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's it's more like, yeah. it's like if The Walking Dead was more realistic. And you're right. Like, I don't really consider it a zombie yeah. thing at all. It's more, I guess, an infected film. Yeah. They're not yeah, yeah. really technically zombies, yeah. I don't think. They're fungled. They, they're don't, they don't call them zombies or yeah like or they'll call them clickers or something or like yeah. weird little names <laughs> yeah, yeah. like that but um what is the name of that kid in it the ellie? Kid. Ellie? Mm-hmm. ellie 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 is really great i love ellie yeah yeah, yeah. ellie is awesome hey I believe ellie, they're like good. non-binary and they play a queer um you know kid orphan oh, that wow. meets awesome. you know pedro pascal's character yeah. joel yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, i love joel i have to say um one of the episodes, this last episode, the episode that really got me where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm in it emotionally was, mm-hmm. and this is full spoilers. Sorry, Blake. I don't, yeah. I don't care. Three. Three. Yeah. Where there's a Pedro's character meets mm-hmm. an, a, a dude and this dude has a younger brother and the younger brother's a cute kid, you know, like kid. Oh no, that's four. That's four. Yeah. Three is the one with um, Nick Offerman. And the guy from the White Oh yeah, Lotus. that one was all right too. That I was that, that was, was good. That was cool. That was cool. <laughs> what? That, that was cool. That, that was, was fine. Cool. No, but but I have to say, very cinematic though. I fucking just the end of episode three was so. I heard the music and I was like, this song I've heard it before. Do you recognize the song from no, the end of episode it? three? It was the same song that you hear at the end of Arrival. Arrival with the with the Amy with Amy Amy. Amy Adams, yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah, I yeah. remember that it's movie. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie. It's you know, it's like about like kind of like aliens landing, but she, they're they're like advanced civilizations, yeah. and they come to planet Earth, and this woman played by Amy Adams mm-hmm. is like, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they I'm just I'm just trying to remember like the end. The, yeah, it's like this beautiful song, but it's called the On the Nature of Daylight by like Max Richter, and it's just like one of the most heartbreaking, beautiful songs I've ever heard. Oh. But I was like, what? I've heard this. It was just so funny, like a little. Could but you, but these movies, I'm sorry, this show is just so cinematic and I'm always catching little like influences in the show. I'm like, oh, this feels like like Jurassic Park. Like right, I right. think it was like episode one or two. Mm. The episode with the clickers. Uh-huh. And That's what they're called. The first, yeah, they're like the blind zombies or whatever. And so they make a noise. Yeah, like bats. Like oh wow. Yeah, like yeah. A, in quiet place. Like 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 for I instance. I've seen it, but I guess. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I can I can, if I close my eyes yeah. and I go. Like, <laughs> I can see you. You know what I mean? It's that's the science of that it. You guys are <laughs> like echolocation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that felt very much like a Jurassic Park yeah. scene. Where's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Where, where do they film it? What, this show? Yeah. Where do they film it? I think Georgia. Really? Is it Georgia? One of those weird yeah. ass so That's where places. they filmed The Walking Dead. But maybe. 
That's like like a Bloods and Crips situation waiting to happen between <laughs> film crews. I mean, right? But no, they're, Walking Dead's over anyway. Yeah, so, so you were saying. Yeah. But no, very cinematic. I saw a lot of the influences, like Jurassic Park. It also feels like Aliens a little bit. Yeah. You know, the James Cameron yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah. it's like this woman, you know, basically the comparison is you have these two adults who have lost their children and now they have a second chance at saving another child. Yeah. It feels very inspired okay. by that. So like, I like the influences. Mm -hmm. Very, very amazing films. Like if you're going to steal from anybody, James Cameron and fucking Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and to piggyback on that, the last episode, and by the way, this episode that we're, doing right now it's probably going to come out a little later so by now maybe the whole show has done its run but yeah. up until now we only have seven episodes that yeah, we've seen that's you true. know yeah. and those are all the episodes that are out right now but speaking of influence and stuff mm -hmm. the the show really did touch my geeky cinematic heart in this last episode mm -hmm. a by setting it all in a mall a la dawn of the dead oh yeah which is just and they made a reference to i think there's like a poster that says like Dawn of something. Oh, really? I, I, I didn't I see that. I think I saw something. Oh, wow. Interesting. But I might go back and there's look. There's a lot of little, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, honestly, Blake, I have never seen something. I have seen stuff that touch on young love and loss. So cute. Good. It's so good. But not like this. My poor Ellie. I'm so sorry, kid. I'm sorry, kid. I know. So I'll say, Blake. It's she okay. dies. No, it's worse. I really like the way that they set that episode up, though. Yeah. They like, bookend it with, like, this very short scene, right? I'm like, I don't want to spoil it for everybody out there, but we're already talking spoilers. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it for Blake. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so someone she's with is close to dying, and then they cut back to this flashback, and the whole episode is the flashback that takes oh, place wow. in this mall. And it's cool because, like, I was watching the um, – you know, like after the show, they have like the talk with the director and the writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're saying like, what would it look like to skip school to play hooky uh, during a, like apocalypse or whatever? Right, right. And they go to the mall, but it's like an abandoned mall, but the, all the lights are like beautifully lit up and, you know, they're playing, um, what's the game? Uh, like they're playing on the... Galaga? Oh, oh, no, uh, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat, Mortal yeah. Kombat. Yeah, yeah. And like Mortal Ellie, she's like a fan of the game, but has never played it because it's Apocalypse. So there's like posters of it on her wall and stuff in her room. But like, so they're, they're playing the games and it's like, it's so cute. And then, yeah. you know, this character Ellie is witnessing these like five wonders of the mall. And they're things that she's never experienced because she grew up during the Apocalypse. She's, she doesn't know life before the Apocalypse. So she sees like these amazing things like the Ferris wheel or the, whatever they call that, the little merry-go-round merry with the horses and the photo booth and like all these cute little things and Halloween store, the Halloween yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like amazed by it. Yeah. But it's so heartfelt, such a cute, it's well-written. I love, and I then love the funny story. thing is, okay, I have a question. This might illustrate HBO. Who owns HBO? Or is it just HBO? Oh man, dude, that's a long conversation. Let me explain something to you. Let me tell you something. Cause Blake. I think cause so, cause I had to like my uh, second job this morning. That's mm -hmm. why I was like late. Yeah. Um, I deliver um, sweet greens to uh, like business businesses. Yeah. Hey, what's I, sweet greens? Oh, it's a great restaurant. It's like, wait, is that what it is? Yeah, it's a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. sweet greens. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's like, uh, like tender greens. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I delivered it to businesses, mm -hmm. and I deliver uh, to Fox Studios. Oh, okay. And I was wondering, 
Because I think I've seen, like, The Last of Us, like, advertised at Fox. Oh, really? So I wasn't sure if hmm. they you know, I wonder own if HBO. A lot of times they'll film at other studios. And then yeah. they'll put the posters up because they film there. Because, like, Fox, ABC, like, they all have their own lots. Well, actually, ABC. Disney does not have lots where you can film at. But, like, Universal. Actually, does Universal? Yeah, Universal does. Yeah. Fox has lots that anybody can rent, and Film Stony has some. Okay. We have lots that you can rent out. Just hit us up if you want to, you know, like small, shoot something. But, yeah. We're pretty small, but we're doing our best, <laughs> you know. Um, right in the other room. Also, photo space, you know, yeah, if you yeah. need anything, hit us yeah. up. We're hustling, you know, got to yeah. make that scrilla, yeah. you know. Um, uh, Blake, also yeah. in answer to your question, there are no owners of these companies. They are not like Wild 7, special like us, where the owners own the company. They're all employees. Do you understand? Well, I can look it up. Yes, it? yes. Well, well as, as April is looking it up, <laughs> I will say, they are all under a corporate umbrella, mm -hmm. you see? So they'll install one jag off to a company. I'm not talking about HBO. <laughs> oh, Warner Brothers. Warner ah. Brothers. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Warner yes. Owner, Warner Bros. and Discovery. Oh, well, I knew that because because all the DC shit is on HBO. And so I was like... Uh, but the thing yeah, is that there's yeah, no person. Yeah, like, there's yeah. no, like, man that just owns it, right? I mean, I'm sure they're public by now. Right, right. Probably owned by many people. I, I don't know. I tried to pump some guys with for information on Warner Brothers on something that we did, and they were just... <laughs> Fuck it. They have strict NDAs, you know? Yeah, man. I'm like, bro, we have a friend DA. I met you. We're <laughs> friends, you know? And they wouldn't say anything, yeah. anything about the Flash situation. Yeah. That's, a, that's a shame. Yeah. So that's the last of us. Now, yeah. is it as beautiful and artistically compelling and heartfelt and real and a portrait of just beauty as that Debbie is that we crafted? No. 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 No, no, no. Not even close. It doesn't happen that way. <laughs> this is a once-in-a-generation film. Yeah. We are once-in-generation talents. Yeah. From Blake to April to me to Silent Chris to Ashley to everybody. Everybody. The whole nightshade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once in a generation. So if you like The Last of Us, check out Debbie and the Devil on various streaming platforms and Tubi, most of all. And if you want this nice, hardcore copy of a Blu-ray... Uh, just go to our website, order it, and we will send it your way. If you want us to sign it, send a special request. We'll work something out. <laughs> we'll work something out. We'll work something out. We'll <laughs> be very flattered. And speaking of Debbie and all of that stuff, April, I think it's about time we should read some good reviews and <gasps> stroke our egos a little yes, bit because we've, we've worked really hard on this film. And uh, I fuck. agree. I printed it out big because I, you know, so Smart. I can read it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay. How we'll do this is... Wait, should we just for fun? Here, wait. Let me just play this real fast. Okay. Before we begin, let me do the ritual. Okay. To get us in the mood to there's for a ritual. There's a ritual. Okay. There's a ritual. Just it's it's the Debbie and the Devil ritual. I thought you were going to the bathroom. No, 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 that no, 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 no. Okay. That's that's me before that's the show. I do that ritual. fifty times. I ten one. I have the bladder of a peanut. It's like, no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. Um, okay. So the ritual is when we get good vibes from Debbie, we play the chants, the Debbie chant. And and I'll just sort of close my eyes and get in the zone. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. All right. One, two, three. आने वाले थे आज केविन का घर पूरे दिन के लिए खाली था सभी लड़के एक धंधे वाली को बुलाने का फैसला करते हैं जो उनसे पैसे लेकर उनके जिस्म right. की भूख okay. मिटा सके मगर इन This, लोगों के पास थोड़े से पैसे कम पड़ रहे थे जिसके बाद ये जीवन के 
Exactly eight minute video. I'm pretty impressed by that for some reason. But like <laughs> exactly eight minutes, her recounting the film, but then not even recounting the whole film, just recounting one. Is it like Gorgorage? It's Gorgorage. So funny. And then the funniest thing is, then, <laughs> then another dude went and did the same thing. With the same movie? With the same like clips, but, but he just, wait, his like disappeared or something. It's weird. She probably sued him. Oh wait, hold up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is she's so... like she's like, I stole that first. I really um, want to know what they're saying. Yeah, same. Oh so, dude, listen. Somebody can translate. I gotta hit us up. I gotta, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna play this real fast. What's this? Hey everybody, what's up? Ah oh, fuck. Gem, which I did not know this movie existed. This um it came out a year ago called Debbie and the Devil. And this was a really, really fun horror comedy. Thank you, Movie Assassin. That's from a podcast called The Movie Assassin. Uh, he reviewed Debbie. He put the dip, uh, review up on YouTube. And I heard this. And just, you know what? Is- Slash anthology movie. And let me tell you something. This, this, is, a, this is a good example of a, how you do a good comedy horror for this era, man. I mean. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Let me just skip ahead real fast. Yeah. Let's see what he gave Debbie. Hold on. You know, the- Existed so Debbie the Devil. Hey, check out TV TV is for free. So, sorry, that right? Yeah, hold up. Unknown modern horror movies that we cannot even. You know what's funny? Before the show, April told me, "Did you pull any clips?" And I said, "No, I printed everything out, and I didn't think I was going to play this. I should have pulled the clips." But he gave the movie a ten out of ten out of ten. Okay, thank you, Movie Assassin. We really appreciate it. If you search Debbie and the Devil on YouTube, you can find that review, and you can find the Indian video where a woman. Narrated the yeah, film in yeah, India. Yeah. And April, I just want to say, you're so proud of Debbie, right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I mean, like, it's such a great, rewarding thing to hear other people say such nice things about our movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and for it to be discovered on a place like Tubi. Yeah. Because I think that's where most people have discovered the movie. Yeah. The people that don't know us. Yeah. So I love that. And shout out Tubi because thank you. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Chad Cuervo was just in here and he was talking about Skinamarink, which is a film I'm keen on yeah. seeing, and you are as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Ashley, too. Um, I am so happy because one of these reviews, the reviewer liked our movie better than Skinamarink. <laughs> I just like that. That's, yeah. That's my ego. And, um, and I just have to say, it's, it's a funny thing because, like, uh, at least once a week, Nas will come in and he'll say, hey, we have another review today. Yes. And yes. then we're like, oh, shit, like, how did you even find that? And Nas does a thing called vanity searching. I do it all the time. And he just That's, searches Debbie and the Devil reviews or whatever. And it's just funny. Yeah. If I'm watching a movie, I give it my undivided attention. If I'm watching TV, I, I just scroll through my phone or I just search for things of Debbie or I search for things you of me. You don't give TV the respect it deserves. No, I don't. What TV, about The Last of Us? TV. Forget that bitch. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Last of Us is good. I'll be honest with you, though. TV never comes close to cinema, dog. Right? I'm speaking your language, right? <laughs> right. but the Last of Us. Like, no, I would say close. Like, it's different. It's different. HBO TV and shows are different. they come close though. They do. They HBO do. And respect to really respect to HBO Go. And res- wait, is that still a HBO thing? Max. HBO Max. Max. Right. I was like, mm. And and yeah. Zavlan, you're doing a great job. Zavlan is the guy that owns HBO now, or, or he runs Discovery Warner oh, okay. Brothers, and he's the one that's responsible for uh, 
you know, making all those <laughs> cuts and oh. making sure Bat Batwoman doesn't come out. And so, and you're oh, right. Zavlan. Don't let these pussies tell you what's up. You're running the company. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't fucking listen to them. You want to cancel a film? Cancel a film. Who cares at this point? Who cares about anything? Everybody's dying. You know what, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, cool. All right, yeah. Zavlan, you're doing a great job. So let's start reviewing. Let's start reading some reviews. Yay. Okay, I'm going to start with a review, and I'm going to give you a little lesson. Let me just chug some water here. Hold on. Same. Yummy. Okay. When you make an independent film, the first round of reviews you'll get are from your friends, family, and people that worked on it, you know? And so in the spirit of honesty, I'm going to read one of those first. Yeah. But this is from Jesse Heisel, who's a friend of the show. He's done the show when we yes. talked about The Whale. But we can preface it by saying Jesse is an honest film reviewer. So even though he's your friend or whatever, he'll still be honest. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also Jesse is a big time horror fan. Like yeah. you, you'd be hard pressed other than us around here to find a bigger horror fan than, than Jesse. So this is his review. It was left on a letterbox. I will read it. Okay. I don't care how many times I watch this movie, hearing the devil called Jesus Christ Samurai a fuckface will always make me laugh. <laughs> this is a funny, twisted horror comedy anthology with a lot of blood. I loved how all of the three stories connected, whether it be the same character in more than one short or characters referencing characters from other shorts. The connections help the movie flow and feel like a fully fleshed out story. That was a challenge of the film, mm -hmm. wouldn't you say? You know, yeah. just telling one story within these smaller like stories. Them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesse, so far so good. You're doing great. Um, the connections help the movie flow and feel like a fully fleshed out story. The gore and death scenes are great. Shout out to Robert Bravo. Yeah. Yes, thank you. And, and April is a big proponent of practical effects. Yes, yes. Um, there's just about every kind of death scene you could want. Now, if you're particularly disturbed, think about it now. That's a good movie you want to watch. You yeah. know what I mean? It's on Tubi. You're, you're in your den. Yeah. You've got... They're not wrong. He's not wrong. Right, right. There's you so know. many different kill scenes in this. That exactly. And we, we, man, I mean, especially. One for everybody out there. Exactly, exactly. We got for all your tastes. sensitive ones, harsh ones, stabby really ones, disturbing ones, fleshy ones. We got a woman. There's a part in my movie, I swear to God, I'm not making this. Oh, fucking it. <laughs> Don't drop it. There's a part in this movie where a woman. Cuts open a, a kid's, not a kid, but like a teenager, yeah. you know, it's a movie adult, and uh, opens up his stomach and puts her hands in his stomach and rips out her, his, or pulls out his intestines. Yeah. And that's great. Yeah. That's great. Right, Blake? <laughs> that's all. Blake loves, like, you know, the rap Are you, are you squeamish, Blake? It depends. Yeah. yeah. But this is. This. You've seen Debbie, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he liked it. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get squeamish, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blake had a fun time. Yeah. You know? So, okay. So, um, from the gore and death scenes are great. There's just about every kind of death scene you could want, from stabbings to a decapitation. And did I mention the blood? My only criticism would be about some of the pacing. Okay, now here is where Jesse gets honest. Yeah. And that's okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? I love no, Jesse. respect. Yeah. You know, respect. Yeah. And I love him for being honest. And I, I have things to say about this. But it's his opinion, and yeah. his opinion is completely valid. And Jesse is also a filmmaker, you know? Yeah, like, he's, yeah. he knows his stuff. Uh, there are some slow moments. Now, mm -hmm. before I begin with this, that was so somewhat deliberate. Like, yeah. with Tears of a Bloody Rose, the middle section, yeah. 
I wanted to slow down because the first one, I really pummeled the audience with gore. We yeah, yeah, really yeah. pummeled the audience with gore, right? Mm -hmm. You know? So how do you say queen in Spanish, by the way? Reina. Grina? Reina. Reina? Yeah. Reina. Reina. Reino? No. No? <laughs> Isn't that masculine for queen, no? But there's no female queen. Oh, oh, right. You're right. There could be. All right. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay, well, um, you know. Okay. All right. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> all right. There are some slow moments. The first short, Gore Garage 6, starts the movie off strong with likable characters, quick cuts, and some of the goriest moments in the whole movie. However, the pace of the movie slows down dramatically from, with the second short, Tears from a Rose. Mm. Tears of a Bloody Rose. Sick. Uh, spelling incorrect. Oh. Um, it's still a good short. I like that, Jesse. I love you, Jesse. Thank you. Um, just slower and less energetic than the other two shorts. Mm -hmm. Now, that was yeah. by design. Like, it was like we wanted yeah. to... Well, because every short, I guess, quote-unquote, uh, in the movie is a different style of horror. So there are going to be uh, way different. You have yeah. the slasher, the teen slasher film, which is Core Garage, the giallo film, which is deliberately more slow and art housey and just kind of like... It's a totally different vibe. Yeah. And then you have the found footage film, so it's a little bit more frenetic. And, yeah, yeah. Which, know. by the way, do you remember after we shot Tears, which I think was the hardest one mm -hmm. of them. It's do you remember we went to sushi and we were all dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, me, uh, Chris, yeah. and Luke yeah, and stuff? Yeah. We were dead, man. I had green muscles. I remember that. Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was giving you shit for the muscles. I was like, oh, are you vegan, really? And you're like, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They, they don't have uh, something. I'm yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's still a good short, just slower and less energetic than the other shorts. Nevertheless, I love this movie. Gory, funny, bloody, all things I love in a horror comedy. If you like horror comedies with dark humor, then this is the movie to watch. Thank you, Jesse. I mean, that's a really well-written review. That's an, yeah. that's an awesome review. Yeah, I, I like that, and I like Jesse. I've always loved Jesse. He's, yeah. he's a great guy. No, I love uh, he, I love hearing everybody's favorite films, even though he didn't really say, but it seems like his favorite was Gorgrosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we talked to other people. A lot of other people really liked Tears of a Bloody Rose better or the it, best. That's the interesting thing about our movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, everybody has their favorite thing in okay. it. And I guess, you know, we talk about Debbie being like a horror candy. What was it? Horror candy? Candy horror. Candy horror. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Same, like my same mom thing. just saying everything backwards now. Yeah. Um, candy horror, which is like a genre that like you kind of coined, right? Yeah. And it kind of makes sense because, you know, you have a film that might be like chocolate and like peanut butter chocolate and another film that might be like sour candy. So it's like yeah. some people just prefer chocolate and some right. people prefer sour candy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But like it doesn't really make one better than the other. It's just like. It's just what you prefer. Yeah. yeah. Just exactly. different, different tastes. That's exactly how I see Debbie because, you know, everyone has their preferences. But Yeah. Then yeah. there's no. And my favorite changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, of Debbie? Yeah. Like, really? I still don't know which one's my favorite. I. I don't know. I've come yeah. to now accept it as just, it's weird now that the movie yeah. is done, done, like, done. I think I used to say that Gorgorosh was my favorite, but I think kind of like you, I know you mentioned that yeah. Flesh and Bone was kind of your favorite. I kind of, I kind of agree. Yeah. You know, what's funny. Rick Darge, when he saw it, you know, filmmaker, yeah. Rick Darge, Zen dog he made, and he does a lot of stuff. Um, filmmaker. Uh, he said that Flesh and Bone was his favorite. Mm. I think for me, it's because it's just the loosest one. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, we just felt like, by with tears, yeah. and I'm not saying this as a knock to tears, but we were so precious yeah, yeah, yeah. about our camera moves, about this, that, yeah, just yeah. everything. And then as we filmed more, I think we loosened up more. Yeah. And then filming Flesh and Bone on the phone gave us this 
great freedom where we could go outside, we could do a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And it's funnier. It's I don't know. I, I, I'm yeah. with you. I, yeah. I kind of like that one yeah. the best. Okay, so this one is a review from a guy that... Uh, this April guy... Read it? What's up? Should April read it? You guys go back and forth. You want to read it? Sure. Okay, this is from Stephen Milan, who is our technically our first fan. Like somebody he contributed to our oh, crowdfunding okay. campaign. And then ever since then, he's been a strong, strong supporter. And then finally he reviewed the film and he again gave it an honest review, but let's, let's see how it, let's okay. see how it goes. Yeah. Oh no, I did read this one. Yeah. Okay. This crowdfunded indie horror anthology feature marks the debut of animator, actor, podcaster, short films, filmmaker, Nas Red, as he mixes animated segments with live action segments as the animated segments have the devil read at a movie theater with two kids whom he tells the film's three live-action segments to that each involves three incarnations of the devil's very own murderous angel known as Debbie... Okay, there's like no periods. Sorry. With, <laughs> with story one having a group of unlikable sex-starved teen boys who fall victim to the first Debbie... By the way, funny that he said unlikable and Jesse said they're likable. You know what I mean? Like, it's like everybody has a different reaction. Well, I think Patricia was probably the most... and, and um, Jean. Right. We're the more likable characters yeah, 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 in yeah. Gorgonash, but you know. And all the other kids um, are scumbags. Right. Yeah. They're definitely unlikable, the the main yeah. boys. But still likable. I, I feel you. Uh, okay, story two, having a female photographer encountering the second Debbie. And story three has a sociopathic teen gal, Melina Galabovia, Galabova, who gets initiated into joining the devil's group circle by Debbie number one. For a low-budgeted feature, Debbie and the Devil is a slickly polished film that is well-acted by the cast and decently helmed by Red. For while the first two stories are good, the third story somewhat falters even though Red has enough colorful personality as both an actor and as a filmmaker to keep this blood drenched with a little brief nudity thrown into delight into delight the gore gazette. Thanks, Stephen. Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the Gore Gazette Joe Bob Briggs crowd. Oh, yeah. Okay. If you remember, uh, you know, Diana Prince works with Joe Bob Briggs. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Film active as a life, lively and watchable feature. Note, I was a crowdfunding contributor to this film. I okay. Love the, that, I love the honesty. That's fair. Nice. That's fair. And then, uh, oh, okay. So I, I got a few. Oh, wait. This, is that the same one? Oh, no. This is a shorter one. But that's not an order. Okay. No, no, no. This is, this is Okay. I'll leave the shorter one for okay, afterwards. Cool. Okay, so that was Stephen that Malone. Was good, yeah, that's a good that was that was a decent review. Yeah. This is my favorite one because this person discovered our film at two a.m. on a Saturday, mm. likely stoned, right? You know, or drunk or something. Yeah. You know, and uh, let me just this one I like, you know, because this person gets it. Okay, mm -hmm. sometimes you take a gamble on low budget trash and it pays off. Despite the crude animation and Z-grade aesthetic, this proves to be surprisingly entertaining with some performances that are way out of the film's league. I'll take that if you, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. With limited tools, director, writer, animator Nas Red calls a captivating energy and spirit that shows a lot of future potential. You can sense a demonic spark of greatness just looming out of finger's reach. Now... Do I have issue with that? That is just kind of suggesting it's like out of our reach. No. Well, yeah. Okay. But I'll, I'll still take it. I'll take yeah. it. I'm whorish. I love it. Okay. The real does now is for our mm. star, Melina. Mm -hmm. We actually sent her yeah. this and she was very appreciative. So gonna I'm going to read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and frame this in an NFT. So, okay. <laughs> the real discovery here is Melina Galabova, who is way better than this material deserves. Ooh. 
<laughs> she plays the Debbie of the title, though that doesn't become clear right away. She's a dope-smoking virgin who pledges her allegiance to Satan in a thread that spins through two of the three horror shorts in this anthology, where each story is part of a much bigger puzzle. Now, in brackets, note, if judged solely on the merits of being free garbage discovered on Tubi at two in the morning, this is a five-star experience. That it's watchable from start to finish is no small feat. You're right. Just go look at some of the turds available on some free streaming apps. I dare you to watch more than five minutes of any of them. That's hilarious. That's awesome. And I bet you there are people that I've known in my life that if they tried to make a movie, they made one of the movies that you couldn't get through five minutes of because they're losers. Anyway. Losers. Yeah, losers. Okay, now this is another one. That's a compliment though. I will say, I mean, I know that he says that Melina Kalabova is out of our league, which, great. But he's also saying... That our film is a little bit above all of the other trash on the market. Yeah. Which is like, okay, whatever. And I will take that. I want to be the emperor of trash. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'll take it. That review is a... Don't know how to take it. (laughs) No, I... It's good and it's like a backhanded compliment. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it. And then I'll, I'll... I'll be slapping Thank you, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, thank, thank you. Thank you, question mark? Thank you, yeah, yeah. And by the way, the person that wrote that review was Paulington on Letterboxd. So thank you, Paulington. Thank you. you know, thank you. <laughs> I, we're trash. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like if I'm gonna like say I'm a I'm like yeah. I'm going out on the town and say I'm a lady, right? Some some guy is like, Hey, you're good, you're a good trashy lady. It's like, should yeah. I should I be like 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 thank you thanks <laughs> i'm trash like yeah, yeah you you're know? good for some trash for the <laughs> right for right right trashy yeah. for a pile of garbage you're fucking great you're good <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know like okay know. so here's a short but sweet one and that, then i'll that's where it starts yeah, yeah that's oh, that's okay. yeah, yeah yeah weird but respectable for the budget i think they did a pretty great they did pretty great i came for the animation implementation and it was definitely interesting and cool the final story was my favorite. Oh, that's flesh that's and flesh bone. and bones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, Stephen Milan. <laughs> you see, I love you, man. Though. Sorry. Yeah. yeah nice. Okay. So okay. now I leave the last review for the spirit of honesty. It's our worst review that we've ever gotten. <gasps> but at the same time, I got to pull it up on Letterbox because I didn't want to waste our paper on on this. Is it this. long? No, it's really short. And oh. in fact, I told you about this <laughs> review, and for maybe because I'm just I don't I didn't get. This, oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, this yeah. man's uh, superior humor right. or this person's superior humor, but we're going to get into it a little bit, okay? Let me just pull up the reviews on Letterboxd. Okay, this cunt. Okay. <laughs> oh, he's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. One star. This is from some fuckface named Jacob Hassa LB. I have no idea who the fuck you are, who the okay? Who are you? Yeah, who are you, you prick? Nobody asked you. Nobody asked you. Nobody <laughs> wants you. You're an orphan. You get it? You get it? If your parents abandoned you, I get them. You know what I mean? You don't deserve parents. You don't even deserve a mother and father. That's how low I think of you in the in the realm of the art food chain, in the realm of the show business food chain, in the realm of the cinema food chain. You are below Do we the, the microbes. The air horn. Huh? You're, you're, oh. you're fleas on rats. You are f- you're worse than that. You're worse. Your amoebas on fleas on you're, rats. You're, the, you're, n- <laughs> you're not even the amoeba. You're a little bitch. You're nothing. <laughs> you're nothing. Okay, so this cunt goes and writes. He gives me a two out of ten. 
thought I, it was a one. Right, one star, and then he puts two out of ten just to be a prick at the oh. end of the review because <laughs> he's a prick. Because he's a prick because he has no girlfriend. Because <laughs> he has no girlfriend because nobody wants to fuck him. Hashtag incel vibes. Nobody wants to fuck you, Jacob. No one. <laughs> Keep writing your loser reviews, Jacob. It won't get you anything. Okay. I didn't get this review at first because his superior humor just flew right over my head. But then I realized what he's implying. He's okay. implying that I'm still in high school. Weird. Okay. Fuck you. Okay. Yeah. I'm still in high school. Fuck you. Okay. And my movie is probably better than anything you've ever come up with, you cunt. Okay. I remember when I was edgy in high school and way too into Neil Gaiman's books. I hope you get through it, dude. I'm rooting for you. Listen to me, you stupid prick. I don't even, I like Neil Gaiman, okay? I'm not too familiar with his shit. Maybe because you watch uh, Lucifer every Friday jerking off because you're Wait, a loser. Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Like Coraline Neil Gaiman? Yeah. Like, basically, this idiot, I know now where he got that from. Yeah. Because of that show Lucifer, that's uh -huh. based on a Neil Gaiman thing, right? Because Lucifer was a character in Sandman, and I think that's an offshoot of that or something. Oh. This fucking dork loser yeah. who was spending all of his high school reading Neil Gaiman, which no disrespect to that, but fuck you. I mean, the thing is, this is the thing that irritates me about this review. Yeah. If this was just a rando idiot, I would think nothing of it. This idiot... Mm. Had the same had a movie playing at the same film festival that Debbie was playing. Oh wait, really? Yeah, uh, and I I really want to find out what it is, you prick. I'm gonna have one of our people start a letterbox account and comment on this review and ask you what your movie was so I can review it on my show. Be a fucking man, you asshole. Don't ever talk about my movie like that. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? Do you hear me? Can't you just um, look him up on the internet? Well, I can, but wait, the um, thing is, he has an alias because he's a coward. So his, this person who has a movie doesn't even have his own movie on his own letterbox? Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, can, can, do you have any control over how much of a loser you allow yourself to be? First, you're jerking off to Lucifer. Then you're jerking off to me. Then you're jerking off to nobody. Then you have no girlfriend. Then your parents leave you. Oh uh, we've already established that you're an orphan. We've already established that I hope many diseases come to your eyeballs so you never watch a movie. You don't deserve cinema. Get out of my cinema. Get out. Get, get out. Get out, devil. Get out of here. Go. Go. Yeah, I, I, yeah, no, I mean, seriously, I hate people that complain about cinema and they complain about the state of movies. Go! Nobody's asking you to stay here. Nobody's asking you to go see the second million Marvel this movie. fucking tripping, though. I mean, for a movie to be one star or even two out of ten stars, like, it has to be complete trash. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And the I'm thing not even just saying that because I produced it. It's just ridiculous. Like, this person has, like, an, like a vendetta is jealous or something. Jealousy. Jealousy. Maybe Jealousy. it's one of our enemies. Listen, motherfucker. Maybe it's secretly one of our enemies. Oh, wait, no, but you said that you know who this person is, and you know for a fact that they had their- I, I, I know that they had something playing at the film festival. I don't know Can't what it you, is. How do you know? I have to investigate further. Can't you look at um, all what, the what they not nominees that were at the film well, festival? Well, the thing is, there was, we'll a a there was a lot. watch everything? There was a lot. There was a lot. It's just- It's just- No. Like, we'll I'm find. looking at his favorites, and it's all the fucking movies that, like, fucking, like, they're good movies. Like, yeah. they're, like, good edgy movies that everybody yeah. likes. Like, you know, like, Eraser. But he's hating on you that But he's hating on age. me. Yeah, I'm a fucking artist, you dumb prick. I want to find out what your movie is so I can watch it and goof on it. Tell me, now. We'll find now, it. Don't worry. You prick. You know who's really good at investigating? Who? Ashley. Yeah, we're going to have Ashley on this. Yeah. 
She's gonna smoke you. you out. She'll mm-hmm. find you. You dumb prick, Jacob. A private you investigator. Prick. <laughs> Jacob the Jackoff. Jacob the idiot. That would be so funny if like I'm like I wake up in the morning and then I open up the paper and then like we we had reviewed his film. We call it shit because it's shit. He's shit, yeah. you know. And then like I open up the paper and it says like, you know, loser filmmaker jumps off bridge because <laughs> because podcaster gave bad review. Oh god. And then and then it, they quote the parents and there's the parents quote is like, we always thought he was a loser. That's why we left. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I hate you, Jacob. I hate you for doing Watch that because out. the thing is I would never, April, I'm being honest. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hurt because yeah. I would never knock a fellow contemporary that's playing in the same film festival as us. That's so stupid. Yeah. It's that, like that shows obviously on the same boat here, you know? Yeah. Are we, yeah. Who knows? But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're in. We you are know. in the. Like we, it's okay to knock someone like Wes Anderson, like Nasla on this little rant. And I apologize. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Wes. And you know, I'm not. Um, I, I like Wes Anderson. I do too. But like, okay, there's a difference between knocking somebody who's acclaimed or making their money. Their movies are in theaters. Fine, fine. But when it's like contemporary. Hello, hello. Okay, yeah, we're good. We're okay. back. Okay. So, um, there's some technical difficulties. Yes, we're, we're back from we're back. this break. We're back. Thank right. you for the, we did a, we ran a, a Debbie Blu ray commercial. You know, hey, <laughs> oh, right. that's the, yeah. that's the, that's the thing. I, back after these words. So, April, that's it. I, I think I would like yeah. someone to find out what this idiot's film is. I got my team on it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, we're on it. We're on it. Um, I'm thinking of having someone comment on his review. Okay. So we can, we can say, hey, asshole, we're coming for you. Um, <laughs> Sounds Because I really want to know what piece of shit he made so I can make fun of it. You know what I mean? What if you like it, though? I will be honest because we'll I'm not a cunt it. like him. No, we'll never admit it. No, no. You're right. I'm petty. <laughs> I'm not going to admit it. It probably sucks. It. I'd be like, probably sucks. This is garbage. Yeah. <laughs> you suck. You fucking suck. You are the reason Russia and Ukraine are in war. Damn. <laughs> you know. But enough shit talking. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. But that's it. So you know what? There are people in the world that like our movie. Yes, clearly. yes, yes. Clearly, in India, good reviews in Ukraine. I don't know about Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. But but other places and shit. You popping know, popping off in India though. It's popping yeah. off in India. We have our fans in India. Thank I you, love everybody it. who's watched. That would be funny if we we're like we have our fans in India, and then it turns out what we were playing. She's saying this movie sucks. This You're movie right, sucks. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If somebody can please translate. I'd really appreciate it. Any Indian uh, folks But if you think there. about it, like, that video does have a fair amount of views, so I'm pretty sure. Yeah, how many views does it have? 12,000. Holy shit. Yeah. It got, like, 7,000 in, like, Dang. its first day or something. Okay, I'm really curious what they're saying. We got to, there is, a relative was saying there's, like, a Google Translate shit or something. It's probably could, app, an app. Yeah, yeah, that we could run it through and stuff. Right. But, yeah, okay. but, yeah, cool. Bing, bang, boom, what a day. Okay, this has been our technically Thursday, Friday kind of thing. And uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Mr. Nasred. Follow me on Instagram at Mr.Nasred. Email me at Nasred at Wild7Studios.com. Check out Debbie and the Devil on Tubi. Check out Amigas and Diaspora and all of our other content on YouTube. Stay tuned for Skrilla, which is coming soon. Part of the Wait Universe, which yeah. is a crime epic thing that we are cooking here by care of uh, Silent Chris, yeah. super genius, resident scholar. And uh, April. Would you like to sign off? Yes. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at April Directs. And then you can email me at, at not at, but April at wild7studios.com. 
And yeah, support your indie, your favorite indie studio, Wild Seven Studios. Buy a Killer Comanche comic book on yes. Kindle. Uh, issue one is also a physical copy. Um, yeah, we have some merch for sale. So don't forget about us. And um, if you like our movie, leave a review. Uh, leave a nice one. Nice. But an honest one. Yes, yes. Nice and honest. That's how we roll here. Yeah. Blake? I'm cool. <laughs> All right, Blake. Famous Blake's being too cool. Famous too Blake. Cool. Too cool for school. Too cool. Blake, too, <laughs> famous Blake is too cool. He's, he's like so embarrassed cool. of us. He's like. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're like <laughs> the, uh, we're like the, the uncles and aunts and parents. No, I'm not, like, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really on social media. What? Like, like right now. Oh, he's been, more. he's been chilling Take out. Take a little break. Yeah. Like Selena Gomez. Yeah. Oof, did you hear the drama? With Kylie Jenner and Selena and, Gomez. And Haley Bieber. I asked Ashley about why that. Why does that even drop? Like, that motherfucker's married now. Like, I know, but he's leave not. Him Wait, what, happened? what happened? What happened? What happened? Long story short, Haley Bieber used to stalk just Justin Bieber when Selena and Justin were together, and she was like a stan. She was a, a Jelena stan, right? Because they were like a popular couple at the time. Uh. And then over the years, she just kept on kind of stalking, and she was obsessed with Selena. She would copy her, and then somehow she got introduced to Justin. They got married. And then now she wants to be like Selena. She copies everything that she does. Like she copied her like tattoo. She had the same tattoo as her. She got the same like when Justin proposed to Selena. And it's like hot gossip. But um, he gave, this is going to be old news by the time we drop this. But <laughs> Justin Bieber gave um, Selena this ring that had a, a J on it. Uh-huh. And it was like a diamond J. And I guess Haley got a tattoo on her ring finger that has a J and a little diamond on it. She's obsessed. Oh. And it's a pretty much mm. like Selena started a cooking show, then Haley started a cooking show, and she just dresses like her. She, she Girl, like chill she out. copied her makeup <laughs> brand and everything. Like when Selena started a makeup brand, Haley started a makeup brand. It is so weird. And I mm. never knew this, but fucking psychos out here. And they're just yeah. Wild they're seven. All, they're all haters and stuff. It's weird. I, it needs to be announced right here, okay? Whose side are we on? We are on Selena Gomez's side. Yes. Because she's like a prima. Yes. Cousin. She's a she's a fresa, as they say, right? Well, yeah, sure. As you guys are, right? Fresas. Well, no, one, no one likes to claim to be a fresa. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm a fresa. <laughs> Nazalina is a fresa. Hold on, hold on. I want to try something. Yeah. I want to try something. Fuck it, we're here. If, if if something comes of it, I'm gonna send it to to to. Are you Emmanuel. calling? No, 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 no. I I wanna. Um, oh wait, I went on TikTok. Never mind. I was gonna go on Snapchat, and. Uh, turn myself into Nazalina and just talk as Nazalina and see what happens. But then I'm like, I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Not now. Not ready. Not ready no, for not such. Yet. Yeah, not yet. Not yet. But cool. All right. That's Woo. it. Hey, Wild 7 is on Selena Gomez's side. Yes. Hayley Bieber, you calm down. You Chill leave out. Her alone. Stop trying to be her. You I, I, to you. Get a life. Yeah, I used to know a guy that wanted to try and be me. He tried, he failed, he died. It's good. I love it. Please take a moment and hit those like and subscribe buttons. While a small gesture, it really means a lot to Wild 7 Studios and allows us to continue creating meaningful and fun content for your viewing pleasure.